happening. I'm looking for clues as to why. How much of this is about modern life gone off the rails? Like, what are they eating anyway? If from the looks of the menu here, it's a lot of something called cake batter confetti, a mashup of red velvet cake, frosting, ice cream, and rainbow sprinkles. But I also see the usual suspects, egg rolls, orange Julius. So I'm seeing a lot of French fries. I'm seeing a lot of hamburgers. I'm seeing a lot of big drinks. This is kind of the standard diet. Well, I think that's a big issue that our whole way of eating has changed. Dr. Linda Birnbaum joined me here. She's a toxicologist and the head of a government agency called the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences at NIH. They're trying to figure out, among other things, the causes of early puberty. I see tweens of lots of different ethnicities, although it's a suburban mall. This is a pretty high-end mall. But this is a problem that is reaching all walks of life. Absolutely. She also happens to be a grandmother, and for her, this mission has become personal. My granddaughter developed her breast buds before she was nine, and that was a real social problem for her because mentally, she was a little girl, but physically, she was beginning to look like a woman. We were scratching our heads and really concerned, and it was very difficult for her. Despite the obvious rise in obesity in young Americans, Birnbaum, the toxicologist, isn't totally convinced it's the whole answer. My granddaughter, she was tall and grew early, um, and she wasn't overweight at all. So it's not simple. It's not just related to overweight and obesity. I think there's something else going on in the populations. I think we tend to think that, you know, we inherit the breasts of our mothers or grandmothers, but what we're seeing is sort of a new life for breasts, right? Well, I think the fact that we are seeing breast buds as early as six and seven and certainly eight is something that I don't think we saw 30, 40, 50 years ago at all. The really biggest drop has occurred in the last 50 to 60 years with the introduction of lots and lots and lots of industrial chemicals. And what about boys? Their bodies are also getting bigger and heavier and, yes, even chestier. So I think one of the issues is there's been much less study about boys. We do know that there are some issues that we're seeing in, in boys. We do have some information that certain exposures may actually delay puberty in boys, and that's not a good thing either. You mean uh, exposures to chemicals in the environment? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. So your institute has been looking at the linkages between some of these chemical exposures and the age of puberty. Are you finding kind of a smoking gun? Is it is it our that water bottle chemical? Is it the tin can chemical? <laughs> What's going on? I think what we're finding is mixed. I think we're finding some chemicals that appear to cause early puberty, and we see others that may delay puberty. Now, the real kinds of studies we need to start doing is we need to start looking at the combination of chemicals because no one is exposed to one chemical at a time. We live in a soup. Okay, so we've covered some of the central theories, obesity, environmental toxins, and there's still another biggie, according to Kaiser's Louise Greenspan. We found a surprising factor as well, which is looking at psychological factors. So toxic stress is very popular at the moment. Explain what that is. Yeah, okay. So toxic stress is not, oh, I yelled at my kid last night because um, she didn't get her homework done. Toxic stress is chronic. It could be low grade or high grade, but chronic stress 
often typically in children, unfortunately, through violence, either in the home or near the home. And here's a weird one, father absence. That's a word we use to describe when a child is growing up without their biological father. So I think that's so interesting because I actually read that this happens in elephant populations also, that in really you know stressed elephant populations where there aren't so many adults and aren't many adult males, the adolescent elephants go through puberty and have babies much earlier than they normally would. So that is really interesting. If you're in this chronic low-grade stress kind of situation, which is what we're describing, the theory is that the body thinks, we're going to die early too. We must quickly reproduce. I guess one of the cool things, though, is how does the body know that the father is absent? Like, is there some kind of pheromonal communication? Is there, you know, what? How does it know? That's the current theory. Puberty is an interesting situation endocrinologically because it's kind of there all the time, but it's suppressed. So.